Welcome to the Resilient Schools podcast. Uh, we are here broadcasting live at the Bridging to Resilience conference and definitely something I would encourage you to check out uh, if you want to go to sdec.org and look for Bridging to Resilience. You'll see past years as well. And uh, today we have Austin. Austin is a student who came and wanted to uh, share his story with all the adults here, which was pretty cool, and also now wants to share here as well. So um, Austin, why don't you just tell us a little bit about what you shared with everyone uh, here at the conference. Hi, I'm Austin. I'm 16, and I attend the Reno County Learning Center. My favorite thing about the Learning Center is the people. Everyone here is supportive, and we really are like a family. We've got the crazy uncles, the goofy aunts, the annoying siblings, and Megan and Hillary. My favorite moments in the Learning Center are when we all just brain dead, so we sit around and play board games for a while. Seeing everyone laughing and enjoying themselves makes me happy. Seeing people with a smile on their face just brings me joy. I try to make everyone laugh at the end of the day. At the end of the school year, we were all really close. We would go hang out with each other and even stay with each other. Then it was the last day of school. Students at our center all live in different towns, so getting together is hard. Not everyone has a car, some people have jobs, and people are just busy. It felt like we all broke up. In the back of my mind, I knew that connection and love for each other was still there, but I was missing it. So I found a new group of friends. It was fine until I met this one kid. I'll call him Kyle. Our group would hang out with Kyle. Our group would hang out. Kyle would do certain things. I would feel left out, so I would join him. One night, he pulled something else out of his pocket and offered it to me. I took it. It made me feel good. It made me feel like no one would judge me. I felt like I didn't have to worry about any of my problems. It made me feel loved. I wanted to feel this all the time. It also made me feel brave. I could do anything. Big man. I felt this new thing changing me. I was not a good person. I would pick fights with anyone and everyone. I had to be big dog. If you were in the room with me, I had to be big dog and you were going to know it. Quickly, I started losing people. It seemed like only two weeks and everyone I loved wanted nothing to do with me. People stopped responding to my calls and texts, and a few people told me to get lost and never call them again. That made me feel mad, sad, and confused. I also never went home, so when I did, my mom would want to spend time with me, but I treated her terribly too. My dad and I have a rocky relationship already. I completely avoided him because I knew nothing good would come from seeing him anyways. I was still invited to family functions, but I would always come up with a reason to not go. It was safe to say that I had my priorities wrong and blew everyone off. I dedicated myself to the wrong people, and eventually they started not to like who I was or the things I was doing. I felt like I was untouchable, because no one actually did anything to me no matter what I did to them. Towards the end of summer, I realized how many people I actually lost because of who I was becoming. I was no longer Austin. When I was high, I didn't care. But the real me, Austin, cares. I care about everybody. I care about everything. I knew that I needed to get clean, but didn't know how. I didn't know how to say it. I felt ashamed to say it, especially to my friends. My friends would describe me as outgoing, funny, ornery, and a big teddy bear. And that I have a big heart. I would describe myself as a piece of trash. I'm a piece of trash because I was disrespectful to everyone. I avoided people, and I wasn't kind. Walking into school the first day, it was good to see everyone. It felt good that we were all reunited again, but we had all changed a little over the summer. We had some new students, and so it felt different. One of my other friends also started attending the Learning Center. 
I was excited for him to start because he's a good person. Who's lost like me and this place could really benefit him. But he struggled to understand that drama I'm involved in outside of the Learning Center needs to stay outside the Learning Center. The people or the Learning Center is my happy place and I set that boundary. One of my other peers did not honor that boundary. I came in that morning and he was talking about the outside drama again. So I walked up and hit him repeatedly. In that moment, it felt so good to release my frustrations. As I, looked, as I walked away, I felt, I felt terrible. That was my friend. I quickly told my teacher, who happened to be in another room helping other students. And then, all the, and then, of course, all the typical notifying parents process started. Suddenly, I'm in a room with my parents and then snitched me out. She told my parents that I was using drugs often. This crushed my mom because she's in active recovery. That day was her six-month sober anniversary. Through conversation, was able to advocate for me in a moment that I could not advocate for myself. For a long time, I've needed and asked for therapy, and nothing ever happens. I always hear, we'll look into it. Finally, my parents saw the person I was becoming, and they took me for a mental health intake. I'm finally in therapy, and I'm working on myself. Even though I was crazy mad at for snitching on me, I'm doing better. I won't lie, I still struggle with my sobriety, but I'm working on it. And that's all we can do, one step at a time, one day at a time. I'm closer to everyone again. I'm taking on more, more leadership roles in our center, like by answering the phones as a student rep, making sure people are completing their chores, and I'm helping my peers with their schoolwork. I love almost everything at the center, and the fact that we all love each other is awesome. When you don't have the family you want created, together we created the family we all deserve. Man, that's pretty powerful, Austin. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. One, one of the questions I want to ask you from that is, in that time where you were struggling, your mom came in, it's her six-month sobriety time. How, how did you feel about that, knowing her struggles and what you knew that would mean to her? I honestly felt bad because I told her that if I came to school that day and he was talking about it, that I was going to fight him. And she told me to wait, just wait another day because mm. she didn't want it to happen on her anniversary and I didn't respect that boundary of hers that she set. And I mean, it still kind of bothers me every now and then because I'll just sit there and think about it. But I felt really bad for it. Mm -hmm. And how how has your relationship with your parents improved since then? It hasn't. <laughs> it hasn't. It's not that easy, is it? I don't know. It's kind of just me out there. Yeah. So you're you're here talking to people about how you've like grown and changed, but like it's not it's not done yet, right? Like oh yeah, there's still a lot more improving to do. Yeah. So how do you keep going when you know that you have such a big hill in front of you? Just stay positive. Uh, yeah. I'm always looking at the bright side of everything. Okay. Well, that's easy to say, but like that's that's tough for a lot of people. Not just you, but a lot of other people struggle with that too. How do you stay positive when, when you, you know, somebody offers you drugs or somebody is saying nasty stuff to you or about you? How do you, how do you find the bright side, the positive side? I'll either call or go find someone I really trust and I'll mm -hmm. ask them to sit down and just talk to me. Mm -hmm. And I'll talk to them about all the problems going on right now. And sometimes I ask for advice and other times I just ask them just to listen to me. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's having someone there who you can rely on to always be able to talk anything and everything out to. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so with that, do you feel like those people that you really trust, like they don't judge you, that they accept you for who you are, even if they disagree with the choices you're making? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have a little own community at our school. And so we're all just kind of there for each other. You know, we, we don't judge each other because we've been in the position. We know what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. And so we don't want to make other people, other people feel bad because we know how that feels. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, Austin, thank you so much for sharing your story, for being brave and sharing in front of all these adults here at this conference and uh, for coming on the podcast also. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yep.